Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Shots, the world's number one golf betting show here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds, Nick Henyon, and Nick Murphy are at the controls. Tony P. and Ben Wilson support the show from down below as we get ready to take you through the next hour of golf betting conversation. And uh, Wes, in just five days, it will be Masters Week. And what a week that is. But until then, we have the Houston Open, the penultimate event uh, before the Masters, and uh, also the Bermuda Championship, I should say the Bermuda Championship is the penultimate event. The Houston Open will take place this week, uh, but let's go back to the Bermuda Championship and review it for just a bit. It was the tour journeyman and 48-year-old Brian Gay who got it done in a playoff, his first win on the tour in seven years in a playoff over Wyndham Clark. Yeah, 03, or 2013, rather, Humana Challenge was uh, Brian Gay's last win. He was as high as 200-1, to one, uh, and Look, I, I kind of ignored him a little bit in the fact that his previous best finish coming into this event was a third at last year's Bermuda Championship. I believe the number was uh, he had missed like 14 of 18 cuts this year and only had made two of 11 since the restart in June. And look, uh, guy that hits it straight, guy that hits greens, 
and he gets the putter rolling, uh, Bermuda grass uh, specialist. And uh, there you go. And uh, the guy that uh, really tipped that last week was our guest, Ryan Burr, host of Golf Central on the Golf Channel. He said, I'm using him in all my DFS games. He's my long shot this week. And uh, sure enough, gets the win in the playoff over Wyndham Clark. Uh, uh, and he may believe he made nine birdies on his last 14 holes. So absolutely rallied on Sunday. So uh, good job by Mr. Gay. Unfortunately, we don't have the strokes gain stats. But just watching it, you can tell that the putter got hot at the right time. Well, that's always been the biggest weapon in his bag. He's always been known as a great putter on the PGA Tour. He went to the University of Florida. So he also has a real prowess for putting, not only good putting, but putting on Bermuda grass greens. And, you know, like you say, there were some signs. I mean, he'd missed so many cuts since the restart. And even going back into last year, you didn't really put him in the column of good form, good current form. But he finished third here last year. He was 14th in Mayakoba in 2019. Uh, that's in Cancun. And then also had top 25 finishes uh, at Sea Island in Georgia and also at the Sony over in Hawaii. So he has a history of the Bermuda grass and seaside venues. Yeah, he absolutely does. And uh, 48 years old. So he gets now that two-year exemption, gets to stay out on the PGA Tour until he's 50, until he goes to the uh, PGA Tour champions. We saw that earlier this fall, uh, several weeks ago, Stuart Singh. Right at the Safeway Open, uh, does get a Masters invite, not to next week's Masters, but to the 2021 Masters in April. He hadn't played that since uh, 2013, and uh, uh, and he was a withdrawal today uh, from the Houston Open field. So, uh, you know, obviously celebrate when he hadn't won <laughs> in seven years. So uh, probably uh, just going to go ahead and take the week off. His business is done, so uh, he can go ahead and focus on the rest of the season after next week's Masters and then uh, starting 2021. I have had the 54-hole leader, I want to say, four, five, six times. I, I, I can't recall exactly the number, but uh, a handful of times since the restart. And going into the final day here uh, in Bermuda, I had Doc Redman, the 54-hole leader mm-hmm. again. He does not get it done. Uh, here on Long Shots, we uh, came close with Redman and also Denny McCarthy, who both ended up finishing tied for fourth. Uh, but the real hero you mentioned was Ryan Burr, the host of Golf Central on the Golf Channel nailed the guy at 200 to one. And, you know, it was really out of nowhere. I mean, yes, this guy's a long shot, but I I mean, when he started throwing out Brian Gay, I was like, wow, really? Right, and and we've seen a couple of those this fall. Hudson Swaffer yeah. at uh, Corrales Punta Cana, another guy that was two starts left on his medical extension and gets a win and then gets his uh, two-year exemption on the tour going forward. So this is the type of event where those guys can win. It's a wide-open field. There was no real favorite in this. The favorite was Will Zalatoris, who did, by the way, make the cut, has accepted his PGA Tour temporary membership. Who never accepts it? That's <laughs> like news. He accepted a membership on the PGA Tour. Nah. I don't want it. Heck with it. I'll just uh, qualify every event, but uh, congratulations to Will Zalatoris as well. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to Will Zalatoris. I think he is certainly uh, in the company of the young up-and-comers. Colin Morikawa, Matthew Wolf, Victor Hovland, Will Zalatoris, Scotty Scheffler, really a couple of the latest names to enter that echelon, and uh, we wish him the best, and it'll be good watching him going forward. This is Long Shots right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network, the number one golf betting show in the world. 
world. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. Want to let you know that this is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Manscaped has the tools for your family jewels. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code VSIN20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off at Manscaped.com with the promo code VSIN20. Every other week, you mentioned it with Hudson Swafford and, of course, Brian Gay. It seems like every other week we're getting a guy that hasn't won in about seven years. We had Martin Laird here in Las Vegas, Jason Kokrak, Hudson Swafford, uh, Stuart Sink you made mention of. So uh, who was it, Wes, that won the Masters exactly seven years ago? A guy that you and I are both on. Adam Scott. Yeah, that would be Scotty, who uh, has not played a lot. He has not been very active since the uh, restart in June. Uh, did uh, have a bout with uh, COVID-19, but uh, he's back. He's he's in the field, I believe, this week as well as kind of a tune-up for the uh, uh, Masters going forward. But he was in really good form to end the year, and then he wins Riviera, and then all of a sudden the momentum just stops because I liked him for the April Masters. So uh, I'm going back with the former champion. He's on my card for next week. Let's hope the trend continues of a guy uh, that hasn't won in seven years happening every few weeks here on the PGA Tour. Similar conditions this week as far as temperature and humidity, but not so much with the wind. The wind blew pretty darn hard for a couple days in Bermuda, uh, but it's only supposed to pick up a little bit on Saturday here in Houston this week. Up into the neighborhood of 15 miles an hour. That'll cause a little bit of havoc, but uh, for the most part, a relatively calm tournament down there at Memorial Park. And with that, let's bring in our guest. It is the member guest segment here on Long Shots, and we want to join Drew Stoltz. He is the host of Gravy and the Sleaze, along with Colt Nost on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. Also just started another show that you can hear once a week with Gary McCord on PGA Tour Radio called McCord and Stoltz, and you can follow him on Twitter, at the Sleazy Man. Drew, how are you doing this evening? Thank you for joining us. I am doing fantastic, boys. Thank you so much for having me on. Look forward to talking a little Houston Open, a little Masters. We get into all of it. Yeah, and thank you, uh, you know, back at you. Thank you for having both of us on your programs uh, this summer during the restart. Um, let's talk about this golf course. It seems like there have been so many, Drew, in the last uh, six weeks or so that we have so little history to go off of. Shadow Creek, Sherwood Country Club, uh, Punta Cana, and then, of course, Bermuda last week. We haven't seen these courses too much and this one seems to be at the top of that list having not played a tour event since 1963 at memorial park so give us your best shot here what can you tell us about the golf course and what type of player or skill sets may it cater to yeah that's the beauty of this thing isn't it from a gambling perspective we're all on a level playing field here nobody's seen it none of the players have seen it i don't think anybody knows anything about it other than Maybe Brooks Kepka, who had a, a little piece in the, the redesign there. But I can tell you what I've heard from the players that we've talked to who have been on property, and I can give you what they've said. So it's a long golf course. I think it's going to play over 7,400 yards this week. And, and talking to some of the guys that had played this week, we spoke with Wyndham Clark earlier this week on our show, coming off his big, big week last week. But the five par fives are going to play a big factor there. It's a lot of scoring opportunity on those par fives. It's paired with another five par threes as well, and some of those play very long. But the thing that I took from talking with the players is there's actually some rough out there this week, which is uh, a nice, nice change to hear on the PGA Tour. So while the golf course is long, 7,400, you're going to have to hit a lot of drivers. There is some trouble if you do miss the fairways, which is totally different than what we've seen at Houston Golf Club, uh, excuse me, Golf Club of Houston, 
in the past, right, where they tried to set it up to emulate Augusta and get a bunch of the top players there. That was a big, wide-open golf course, very little rough, and it was pretty much bomber's delight out there for those guys. I think this week is somewhat similar in the fact that Link does play an advantage. You get up there over 7,400 yards at sea level, but I do think accuracy will play a little bit of a factor, too, being that there is some Bermuda rough where you can get some squirrely lives uh, and things like that. So I don't expect the scoring to be maybe quite as crazy as we've seen in the past. You know, the handful of tournaments were 23, 22, 21 under, things like that. But if the weather's good, I do think it goes, uh, the guys out there will have to go low. And I think that uh, this, I'm going to try to combine like distance, driving off the tee, as, as well as a second shot golf course, because I think it's, it's kind of a marriage between those things as much as it sounds uh, kind of cliche to say, but definitely a different setup than we're used to seeing at a, at a Houston Open and the Golf Club of Houston. Drew, you mentioned Brooks Kepka, who is uh, returning to the tour and actually returned a few weeks ago at the uh, CJ Cup, but we did not see him previously to that event since the uh, Wyndham, and you mentioned he was one of the consultants uh, uh, with Tom Doak uh, on this uh, redesign here at the uh, Memorial Park Golf Course. Uh, was still nursing his injury. Uh, what do you expect out of him this week? He, he's been tipped, I've seen, by uh, some people that I respect, but I'm not sure of, like, his fitness at this point because he hasn't played a lot. So uh, what do you make of his chances here at Houston this week? Yeah, you may bring up a good point. Like, we, we haven't seen him in a while. You know, the last time we saw him was the 28th at the CJ Cup, and he's been nursing this injury, which we – Really, you know, he wasn't completely transparent with that thing. Not a lot of us knew what's going on, but I did hear him in the, in the press tent today. He said he's feeling better than he's ever felt, definitely better than he's felt in, in a long time. So as far as I understand, he is healthy, but he gives me a little bit of pause just in the fact that, like, he hasn't had a lot of competitive rounds lately, you know? Um, that's tough for anybody. You can hit as many balls as you want. You can feel good. The body can feel good. But playing, playing golf at home and hitting balls is completely different than uh, competitive golf right now. So I'm not all the way bullish on Brooks Koepka for the fact that he hasn't played a ton competitively recently. And also for the fact that like, I mean, we know Brooks, it's no secret. Like he ramps up for one thing and that's pretty much major championship. So I'm not sure this necessarily moves the needle for Brooks. I think this is more of a, let's get a competitive tournament under my belt. Let's get out there, hit some shots, post some scores and try to get things on track for Augusta so I can figure out, where my weaknesses are, what I need to work on as soon as I get to Augusta National. So I'm not saying I expect him to play bad, but he's definitely not a guy that I have circled this week on my card, and I'm, I'm not playing in him uh, in any of the matchups or any of the prop bets this week either. Drew, uh, in handicapping NFL football, Wes and I both use this uh, philosophy, and you take a hot team that goes into a bye week, and often that really interrupts their momentum. And when they come out on the other side of that bye week, uh, oftentimes they're they're a little bit lethargic or, or the wind has been taken out of their sails, so to speak. And is that the case for Dustin Johnson? I mean, he was absolutely red hot, ascended to number one in the world, and then he was supposed to play out here at Shadow Creek, had the COVID test. We haven't seen the guy in two months. What do you expect out of him in Houston and then uh, for the major championship we have on deck as well? Yeah, if you look at him in this week's field, I mean, he's definitely the cream of the crop for all the reasons that you mentioned. You know, we saw him have the sixth place finish at Wingfoot. The last six events he's played, he hasn't finished outside the top 12. I mean, he was absolutely firing on all cylinders, and then bam, COVID comes up. And COVID comes up at the worst time for him, really, because those two golf courses, Shadow Creek and Sherwood, I mean, he's, got, he's a member at Sherwood, played it a million times, and Shadow Creek's a place that he's played a ton, so I know those hurt him uh, and not playing in those. But I feel like DJ's kind of an anomaly. I don't really 
expect him to take a step back. But maybe you see a little competitive rust out the gates, a little slow out the starts, but I still am very bullish on, on DJ this week just because when you look at this golf course, I mean, he's one of the best drivers on the planet. He hits it long, he hits it straight. His iron play is very good. He kind of checks all the boxes. So am I picking him to win? No, I don't think the odds are long enough. I don't know if there's enough value there to win, but I do expect DJ to be a factor. And I, we actually ran into him this past week. We were down in Jupiter, Florida, got to talk with him, ran into him out at Grove 23, and he said, my game feels great. I've been playing incredible around here at Grove. I don't feel like, you know, he was very optimistic, I guess, about his game. But going into Augusta National that you guys mentioned, I think this is, I mean, other than him having to take a couple weeks off for COVID, I think this is the perfect storm for DJ in that he was the hottest player on the planet. He won the FedEx Cup. He was playing so well. And then, boom, Bryson comes in. All the attention leading up to Augusta is on Bryson DeChambeau. And what's he going to do? What's he going to look like? Can he shrink this golf course? Can he do things we've never seen before? DJ, for the first time in you know a long time, is basically completely under the radar going into a major championship. And I think if you ask him, that would be – the exact perfect uh, scenario for him going into a major, being a sleeper, which DJ doesn't really get to be too often in his career. Drew, before we get to who you like this week, uh, one other name I wanted to ask you about, Jordan Spieth, back in Texas, uh, where he obviously grew up and plays very well, and then Augusta next week. Uh, some people might fancy him as a guy, even though he has not been in very good form, to be a potential longer odd shot there at Augusta next week. Uh, what do you make of where he stands currently? Yeah, I'll tell you this. I like him better next week at Augusta National than I do uh, this week at Memorial Park. Like I mentioned, long golf course and rough. I think rough is the key factor this week for Jordan Spieth. But there's one thing that we've seen him struggle with, you know, for a long time. It's that driver, and it's a two-way miss. It's not like he can, you know, take one side out of the golf course and just play a cut or, or play a draw. He misses it both ways. And I think this this week with the length of this golf course and the fact that that Bermuda rough is so tricky, it's so inconsistent, and it's hard to, you know, judge the lie and, and uh, you can get some hot shots out of that rough. I don't love him as much this week, but when you talk about Augusta National, man, I think you kind of throw it all out the window a little bit for Jordan Spieth because he's been such a different animal at that place. And he has such an unbelievable track record there. I mean, his putting stats are off the chart. I don't think you could find a place where he has a bigger advantage on the putting greens than he does at Augusta National. And on top of that, with the with the the how wide Augusta National is, you know, from all you really got to do out there for the most part is keep it in between the trees on either side. He's got a lot of space to miss a drive and still have a clear shot into the green. So I, and and also not have to battle the rough. So if I was going to pick a place that I was more uh, ambitious with just uh, with uh, Jordan Speed, it would definitely be Augusta more so uh, than it would be at Memorial Park. Our guest is Drew Stoltz. He hosts a couple of different shows uh, down the dial, a few pieces on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, talking a little Houston Open here, also previewing the Masters, looking ahead to next week. And let's stick with this week for a moment here, Drew. Who do you like this week? Anybody, any uh, short shots that you're uh, getting down on to win this thing? And uh, are there some long shots further on down the board that you think might fare well in Houston? Yeah, absolutely. I can rattle off a couple of names for you. I'll start at the top and guys that are more, uh, you know, favorites to win this week, but I'm huge and have been for a long time on Scotty Scheffler. Uh, I got him as my winner this week. I think he checks every box. He's long. He's great with the iron. He, one thing that uh, he can do better than anyone on the PJ tour is hit the ball high. And I think that's a huge advantage this week will be a huge advantage uh, at Augusta national as well. But I think this is a kind of a perfect storm for him. He's in his home state. He's got a field that's not the best in the world. He only got two of the top ten in there, and I think it's simply a matter of time before Scotty Scheffler gets in that winner's circle, and once he does, I think he's going to become an absolute force 
on the PGA Tour. So he's going off at 22 to 1. He's the guy that I like the most. And then in the same vein, if you want to just look at kind of, I know this is a different golf course, but a guy that's been playing really, really well and has a great track record in the city of Houston, Russell Henley is going off at the same odds on my book at 22 to 1. Uh, he's, you know, his last six events, he hasn't finished outside the top 27. He's coming off a third and fourth at the CJ Cup and the Zozo. Loves the city of Houston, won there at uh, Houston Golf Club in 2017, but he's also posted a few other top fives there in the last five years. And his strokes gained right now. Cheetah Green is about as good as anybody. And he puts the absolute hell out of the ball on Bermuda Greens, and he's going to get some good ones this week. So those are the two guys at the top that I have circled. Um, the, Scotty Sheffler being my number one, Henley being my number two. You want to go a little longer shots that I'm looking at? I'm going to ride another hot hand. And the guy we had on our show this week who is beaming with confidence, He's coming off a tough playoff loss last week to Brian Gay, but Wyndham Clark is sitting there at 66-1. to He's incredibly long off the tee, doesn't take a backseat to hardly anyone there. And he's actually made a little tweak to his irons. So he went a little bit flatter when he had some time off. He said he was fighting a little bit of left with the irons. He, flat, he simply just flattened his irons, said he hit his irons last week in the wind, about as good as he's ever hit it, and his putting stats are incredible too. So when I get a guy like that, he, he tells me face-to-face that, hey, I'm feeling about as confident as I've ever been on the PGA Tour. I tend to listen. I think he's a perfect marriage between that, you know, distance off the tee and approach game and two other guys that I kind of have for going in a lot, not quite as long as Wyndham Clark, but Doc Redman at 40-1, to one, Corey Connors at 50-1. to one. Those are, those are kind of my longer shot guys that I like, two guys that hit the ball incredibly well, and I think it's a matter of time for Doc Redman, too before he peels one of these off because he's just, he's just too good tee to green to, to not do it. Drew, got about two minutes left here, but I got to get your thoughts on the Masters. If you got anybody in pocket or anybody you're targeting, uh, what do you think uh, of the tournament here next week? And uh, what do, do you see the course playing any differently here in November than it normally would in April? I think you're going to see it a little bit softer. I think there's some thunderstorms in there. They, they always mow the fairways into the grain, so there's no roll anyways. It's going to be all through the air. But, you know, at the beginning of the year, John Rahm was my guy leading up to the Masters in April. He was the guy I had pegged. I still really like him going into that. And just a little inside knowledge, like I said, we were in Jupiter last week. We got to play around with Justin Thomas. And, guys, man, we played in 20-mile-an-hour wings down there at the Grove. He shot about the easiest eight-under that I've ever seen in my life, and he looks to be firing on all cylinders. And he's in really good form, too, going in. I love Rom and JT at the top, man. I know everybody's got Bryson, and they're talking about what he could do to this place. But I think that's a lot of weight to carry, even for a dude that's weighing 245 right now, to go in and basically win or bust for Bryson at this point. I think you see somebody like a Rom or a JT. Those are two guys that I'm, I'm big, big time on next week going into Augusta. Great stuff, Drew. Thank you so much for joining us here on Long Shots. Uh, congratulations on your new show there with Gary McCord. Continued success on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. And I guess we'll see you in Las Vegas out here for Masters Week next week. Yes, sir. We will be in the building Monday through Wednesday. Hope to link up with you boys at some point. Thank you guys so much for coming on our show and look forward to chopping it up with you two uh, in the future. All Thanks, right. Drew. That is Drew Stoltz. Catch him on SiriusXM PGA Tour Radio and some great opinions there. A great breakdown of Houston. Uh, and I love the insider knowledge. You know, he's rubbing shoulders and elbows with these guys right. on tour all right. the time. Uh, spoke with Doc Redman, playing with JT. That's some good insider knowledge. There. I'm like, we are hoping they're great opinions because I think both you and I share a couple of the players that he mentioned uh, there, not only for Houston, but the uh, the Masters. So uh, Drew Stoltz would like to see the headline that Ryan Burr gave us last week. Total 
total Ramination. Ryan Murray's a hot man right now. Picked Brian Gay to win at Bermuda. He's calling for total Ramination in Augusta. Drew Stoltz likes the Rominator. Rombo, pick your pick your nickname. We'll take him in the uh, winner's circle, putting just, on the just, green jacket just next cash week. The ticket. <laughs> just cash the ticket, baby. Because that's what it's all about. This is Long Shots right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. We'll be right back to talk a little Tiger Woods when we return. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play. Las Vegas was built on the deal. The two-for-one buffet, the prime rib dinner, a comp breakfast, a half-price comedy show. Renowned Las Vegas ambassador and travel insider Anthony Curtis's Las Vegas advisor is the industry leader in providing expansive choices, special offers, and exclusive insights on how to beat Las Vegas by never missing out on a deal while you're here. Go to LasVegasAdvisor.com and join the club today to receive the newsletter and the incredibly valuable coupon booklet. Drink specials, free slot play, shows, 
dinners, blackjack, roller coaster rides, a massage at the spa, you name it, Las Vegas Advisor has a coupon for it that'll give you an edge. Get a jump on Las Vegas with the insight, the updates, and the endless opportunities to save money by adding Las Vegas Advisor to your arsenal. That's LasVegasAdvisor.com. It's the what you know and the who you know to help save you money. LasVegasAdvisor.com. Join and start saving now at LasVegasAdvisor.com. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds back with you inside Long Shots, getting ready for the Houston Open, and we want to do our Tiger Tracker segment here. We always do talk Tiger uh, at this part of the show, and the Masters, of course, will begin next Thursday. We will also likely have Thursday night football. We will have some college football on TV that Thursday likely as well, and then, of course, we will have football throughout the weekend, and I want to know, Wes, your feelings. I I think it's an interesting question. Will this enhance the betting on Tiger Woods for the Masters because there is so much going on and people are tuned into sports anyway, or will it lessen the chances of the casual golf fan betting on Tiger because golf may come as an afterthought with everything else going on? I would think it would get interest and it would increase. Now, the one thing about it, because it's a conflict with football, it is starting earlier out here on right. the West Coast, so it won't maybe affect around the country depending on uh, which time zone you're in, but I believe on Sunday, the final round of the Masters is at 7 a.m. Pacific time and stops at noon because CBS, who televises the Masters, has a late NFL game. So they want to get off the air, and they'll leave themselves some buffer zone, too. I think the game is at 4 o'clock Eastern. So if this goes into a playoff, and then obviously you have the ceremony in Butler Cabin, so... They're going to leave themselves some some coverage there, but it's going to be different, too. And one of the things I think people might see when they're betting, if they want to bet in play on Saturday is that ESPN College Game Day and our buddy Chris Felica and the crew are going to be there at Augusta National uh, for the first. I mean, it's the only time they can really do it because it's never in the winter. But, uh, you know, so I think people are going to see this. And if they're going to bet preflop, they're going to finally figure out oh, man, it's Masters week, like a lot of the casual players that maybe don't follow every single PGA Tour event throughout the season. And I think it's going to help the handle, and that's why I think the books are a little gunshot. I don't think the odds makers are afraid of Tiger Woods in terms of the form he's in, but they don't want to get overly exposed. So that's why I think you're seeing him at 35-1 to when realistically, I guess, fair odds, and you might even be higher than I am, I think fair odds would be about 60-1 to on this. And you could even argue, I remember we were talking, you were saying, heck, maybe he's 100-1 to going forward. I mean, they're not going to put him there because you're obviously not going to be that generous with their pricing, but... He should be a lot longer than he currently is on the board. What do you think about Tiger to make the cut? Uh, I believe the year before he won, of course, he won last year in 2019. I believe the year before he finished like 32nd. Um, I imagine Tiger will be a favorite to make the cut. Uh, Do you think uh, that's true? And if so, what do you make the price? Yeah, I I think he's pretty. You would assume if he's going to get right, it's going to be a place where he's won so frequently. So, uh, I think Tiger to make the cut probably about what dollar eighty. 
or do you think that's too short? No, I, I was actually going to say about a dollar fifty, but I, I think you're probably right. Uh, it, it's probably it might even be two to one, but I, mm-hmm. I would say somewhere in between mm-hmm. two to one and minus one fifty is probably about what it should be. Uh, we were speaking with a colleague, Matt Brown, who feels he's going to load up on betting everything against Tiger Woods. It'll be an all-out fade of Tiger Woods. Are you uh, in that same camp? Uh, mildly speaking, I mean, I want to depend. I want to see who he's paired with. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes that makes a difference. I agree with you. In terms of if he's with maybe an older player he's more comfortable with or he's, if he's with some young guy. Like if he's with Bryson, how's oh. he going to react to Bryson <laughs> who's driving it There's so many him? good scenarios. Yeah. so uh, You know he's really comfortable with mm-hmm, Freddie Couples mm-hmm. and Joe LaCava. Right. Does he play with JT for the 18th time this year? Right. You and bring Rory, up a good point. He's yeah. comfortable with him as well. How about uh, is there a number big enough? You mentioned 100 to 1. If Tiger was out there, there at 100 to 1. Would you bet it? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Right. There he is. Wes Reynolds grabbing the value. Anybody <laughs> want to offer up 100 to 1 on Tiger Woods? I still don't think he's going to win, uh, but you're right. That would be a great price. Next up, it's major implications. We talk some more masters on the other side, right here on Long Shots on VSIN, the sports betting network. rates the highest in each factor is Bally High Golf Club, a tropical golf course paradise located on the Las Vegas Strip and in the shadows of some of the most famous hotels in the world. At Bally High, designed by award-winning architects Brian Schmidt and Lee Curley, you will find hundreds of mature palm trees, lagoon-like water features, beautiful bunkering, and a stunning clubhouse to home to Sealy Restaurant and an indoor-outdoor patio experience and event space. The course offers Bluetooth technology, caddies upon request, jello shots, model-like beverage cart staff, VIP service from curb to course and back again. High quality food and beverage and a par three challenge where you can double your money with one swing. The stunning Bally High Golf Club located in the heart of the Las Vegas Strip is a golf jackpot and there are many reasons why. Play today. To learn more about the Bally High experience or reserve your tee time, call 888-427-6678 or visit ballyhighgolfclub.com. That's B-A-L-I-H-A-I golfclub.com. Welcome back to Long Shots. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. It is our major implications segment. And, of course, the next major championship on the calendar is the Masters. Just seven days away in Augusta, Georgia. And, Wes, a lot of the conversation recently has been about the weather. And you and I were commenting on this earlier in the week. Uh, The temperatures look to be high 70s, low 80s, which is very April-ish, if you will. Uh, The one difference, and we do see some thunder showers in April here and there. But it looks like there's a pretty darn good chance of some thunder showers throughout the four days in the Augusta, Georgia area. Um, I mean, really, the way the weather the weather looks on the forecast right now, it's more April than November. Yeah, and you mentioned the rain, and and obviously, with the TV coverage, the fact that you are going against the NFL and and some other stuff, especially the NFL, basically on Sunday, is there a possibility? Okay. 
where we're not going to have rain delayed coverage dur- during the NFL where it's like, okay, guys, we're done. We're coming back Monday. If we, you have to have a Monday finish at Augusta with obviously a lot less uh, television competition. So that'll be interesting to see the rain patterns here. And like Drew Stoltz said earlier, uh, I think it is going to play soft. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I don't see the scoring is going to be something absurd, but you're going to see low to mid teens, I think, more often than not, like you usually do. They have those sub air systems under the greens, so they can really suck that moisture out of the greens. And I believe they'll try their best to do so because they don't want guys throwing darts into these greens and just, right. you know, getting this thing to 18 under par, 20 under par. But uh, you're right. I, I think the uh, the rain, it, it will show up and it's going to soften up the golf course. Uh, one of our friends who we will speak with uh, for the program next week, Dave Tyndall out in the UK. He does a great job of putting together trends for the Masters. And it's obviously a tournament where there are a number of trends because they play the same golf course year in and year out with the same size field. Uh, And the golf course has not been changed a whole lot over the years. So uh, you look at the graphic there, and uh, we talked about this with Ryan Burr as well. The last last eight winners of the Masters, each of them have been ranked 16th or better in the official world golf rankings so you're basically choosing from the cream of the crop here yeah no doubt about it and and the guys that are at the top of the board uh dustin johnson justin thomas john rom bryson DeChambeau. uh those are the guys you're looking at uh rory colin marikawa xander tony finau those are guys, and Finau's actually seven teams, so uh, I should... Uh, yeah, he's right on the outside. Rise this week. He is playing <laughs> in Houston this week. You're but, right, uh, right. The Terrell Hatton, uh, Adam Scott, those are the guys that are in the top 16 right now in the OWGR. So, look, usually it's a class player here. Uh, uh, I was When I was looking at the shots of guys that had won this previously, even Danny Willett, who kind of came out of nowhere. He was a highly ranked player. I think he was like 50 to one when he won. So you're not getting really a ton of bombs. The last triple digit guy to win here, I believe was Charles Schwartz. Yes. Back in 2011, uh, 2011. And he was in the top 30 in the world. Nobody had ever heard of him. And he was like a hundred to one shot. And, uh, just went birdie crazy on those last few holes because you look at the prices here, Tiger 14 to one, Patrick Reed, 50 to one, Sergio 40, Will at 50. Now those are good prices, but not what you would consider really big bombs. Uh, Spieth 10 to one, Bubba 25, Adam Scott, 28, Bubba again in 2012, 50 to one. So, you know, it's not always the chalk necessarily that wins here the eight to one, 10 to one, 12 to one. So you but, can find good players in that 25, 30 or 40 range. Yeah. That's where they're coming from in that, in that 25 to 40 range. And I always like the trends that uh, point out how much experience matters here. Uh, Patrick Reed was the first winner in 17 years that failed to make the cut before he went on to victory the, the, uh, the next year. So, you know, it's guys that have played this course and played it well over the years and played it a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, I believe it's seven of the last 10 winners had played the Masters at least three times before before going on to victory. And it used to be six times. You've got some of these young guns that have come up and won uh, won the Masters here a few times in the recent years. But uh, before that uh, trend with the Danny Willits and and, uh, Patrick Reed and Jordan Spieth and whatnot, before that, it was half a dozen times before they got to the winner's circle at Augusta. And it just speaks 
speaks to the experience that is needed at this place. Yeah, I think so, too. And then uh, a couple other things. Uh, obviously, no debutants since Fuzzy right. Zeller back in 79. Uh, 13 uh, of the winners had had a prior course top 10. Yeah. Uh, when you're looking at this. So I do think that that matters. I think this more than any other major by and large, you've had to have shown some kind of metal here. And you look at the guys that were the contenders last year before Tiger uh, went on the prowl and, and ended up with another green jacket, Pat Cantlay, John Rahm, Tony Finau. There were a couple other guys that are escaping me right now in terms of uh, Shoffle. Xander Shoffle was up there. DJ, Jason Day, Webb Simpson, uh, uh, Ricky Fowler. Not a bad Those were the board. guys that were in the top tens. Uh, Molinari, the other one, but Molinari hasn't been very active lately, and he was in a lot better form at that point uh, than he is right now. Let's look at uh, some of the plays we have for the Masters that are currently in pocket. Uh, nothing has changed for Matt Humans, and I don't believe anything has changed for Wes Reynolds uh, either. You mentioned Patrick Cantlay. He was the one guy I have added to my haul. I now have seven future plays for the Masters. I have uh, Adam Scott and Bubba Watson. I have Hideki Matsuyama and Scotty Scheffler. I have John Rahman, DJ, and I added Patrick Cantley. Got him at 35 to 1, which is a really good number. And that's yeah. really most of the reason that I did it. I, I don't normally like Patrick Cantley as a guy to bet on. He's in great form right now. He just mm -hmm. won, and he's won at courses that make sense with Augusta, and I found a good number. Yeah, and I think anything 25 or better, that would be probably the bottom price. I would yeah. wait to jump in, uh, but. Uh, Good number there at 35. Well, next up, we're going to get to the numbers for the Houston Open. Matt Eumanns, Wes Reynolds, and myself, all of our plays for this week in the final tune-up before the Masters. It's a good field here in Houston at Memorial Park as well. Stick around. We'll be right back on Long Shots on VSIN, the sports betting network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Spread Weekly is out, so it's time to start your weekend football prep, and now you can get everything plus VEASAN offers for the rest of the football season for only $99. You get the new Point Spread Weekly betting guide with power ratings, predicted scores, and consensus picks for this week's games, 24-7 live video streaming, daily email updates featuring the best bets from every show host and guest, breaking news, advanced stats, line movement, and game previews on VEASAN.com, plus 20% off everything in the VEASAN store. Bet smarter tonight, bet smarter this weekend, all the way through February for just a one-time payment of only 99 bucks. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe to get your football mid-season special today. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. The Breeders' Cup is not just one race. There are 14 championships for horse players to bet on Friday and Saturday. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod offers two episodes this week to cover them all. The first First is a pop-up featuring Las Vegas experts Chris Andrews, Johnny Avello, Dwayne Colucci, and Vinny Maliulo going over every race. You can't get a better foursome than that covering horse racing. It's available now at vsin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And it's sponsored by First Bet. This is Long Shots right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you wrapping up the program as we preview the Houston Open. And this is the part of the program where we get to all of our plays for the tournament. And our partner, uh, Matt Humans has sent in his pu- uh, futures for this tournament. He has not bet any head-to-head matchups. Matt is very busy with NFL and college football and also getting ready for college basketball. So he has not spent a whole lot of time on the head-to-head matchups, but has nearly hit a couple of futures in the past couple of weeks. Nearly had Denny McCarthy and Doc Redman last week. He's going back to the well with McCarthy this week again. And why not, Wes? The guy is uh, playing very well. Probably the best putter in the world for the last couple of years on tour. Scotty Scheffler and Doc Redman again. Going with Redman again. And Drew Stoltz said it. This guy is absolutely knocking on the door to get his first PGA Tour victory. And uh, Scheffler the same. And, And Tony Finau. I mean, these are familiar names for humans. And I really can't argue with any of them. Yeah, and, I, and I'm on two of them, the bottom two, Doc Redman and Denny McCarthy. Uh, two of the recent top fives Doc has had at the Wyndham and at the Bermuda last week uh, were on Bermuda grass greens. Uh, he's really good tee to green. It's always the putting that's kind of a little bit questionable. But when you when we get to my plays, I played a lot of guys that played well at the Sanderson Farms mm-hmm. and at the Wyndham because I think they could be correlations to these events. So... I'm on Redman. I'm also on Denny McCarthy, and he shot 63, low round on Sunday uh, to finish uh, T4th at the Bermuda, and then was T6 at Sanderson Farms. I had him there uh, and was T9th at the Wyndham. So, look, 
You know he can putt it. He led it strokes gained putting last year on the PGA Tour. Uh, last two years, I yeah, think. Yeah, and the fairways are really generous. So that's going to limit, I think, getting in trouble off the tee and on approach. So if it's a putting contest, I do like McCarthy. Uh, shortest guy I played was Sungay Im, who uh, earlier in the year was playing like a top 10 guy in the world when he won the Honda Classic and then got into a little bit of a slump out of the restart, but this, you know, you be, mentioned the Honda Bermuda grass, yeah, right? Absolutely. This could be a spot where you can get right. And uh, if you look at some course correlations also, there's, there's no Tom Doak designs on the PGA right. tour. So it's not like uh, having Pete Dye or Jack Nicholas or something like that. But M has played well in some very similar courses. Uh, I would say Bay Hill has a little bit of a corollary here. Consecutive third place finishes the last two years. Top 10 at Sedgefield a, f- uh, a few weeks ago for the Wyndham. Top 10 at Wiley for the Sony Open. So he's better on the Bermuda. So I did like uh, M as well. And uh, Drew Stoltz uh, tipped one of my guys earlier, Corey Connors. Uh, mm-hmm. Last time. Uh, the ball striker. Yes. Last time, the, not much of a putter, but a very good ball striker. So we shall see. Uh, well, you know, th- that's what kind of your card is made up of here. You, you've you got ball strikers and putters. You've got Doc mm-hmm. Redman and mm-hmm. uh, Corey Connors, who are some of the best ball strikers in the world, really. And then a couple of putters uh, with JT Poston and Denny McCarthy. Right. And and to Connors' point, uh, last time, last player to win the week before the Masters. This is just one of those random narratives that sometimes will uh, add to my case for a guy. Uh, not saying you should use this necessarily to go lay money on him, but last player to win the week before the Masters was in April of 2019. And that player was Corey Connors at the Valero <laughs> Texas Open. Go. I just thought that and was say, uh, Hey, it's, it's Texas too, right? Yes, it is. Uh, top 13 on tour and both off the tee and approach. Uh, obviously, the putter's the weak club in his bag. He was 181st in strokes gained putting. So uh, Pretty good price, is, though. 16. He is a little bit of a boomer bust. Uh, you mentioned Poston. Of course, won the Wyndham two years ago and uh, two seasons ago, rather, in 2019. 54-hole leader at the Sanderson Farms. Uh, Reminded me third. of that. Thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, all the close calls, man. Uh, <laughs> come in here with these guys. Uh, James Hahn uh, was a little bit of a kind of a form play. He's on a major medical extension. Ninth, sixth, and fifth in his last three starts. He's not really what you would call a course fit here, but he's so close right. to clinching his Gotta playing play the privileges. Form, right? Absolutely. And then one I did add that was late that was not in my point spread weekly column because uh, Harry Higgs, I was going to use him at 150 to 1, uh, and he had to withdraw due to a positive COVID-19 test. So I landed on Cameron Davis, who was a guy that was also in contention a few weeks ago that I had at the Sanderson Farms in Mississippi. And I just thought he made a lot of sense. Uh, He's a guy that always gains off the tee pretty much every single time. He's only lost strokes off the tee twice this year. And uh, he really, the putting is a little shaky, kind of like Corey Connors, but he gained over eight strokes combined at the Sanderson and the Wyndham, which obviously is kind of a basis for what I'm using a little bit this week. So maybe the putting concerns have diminished. So uh, I got him at 60. I didn't get him at the uh, good number early in the week, but uh, 
I don't know if all like the chalky guys are going to do great here because I think they got that Masters on deck, and some of these guys aren't in the Masters, so they're just going to focus on winning here. Well, when we see the Houston Open in its typical spot uh, in April, the week before the Masters, usually we see Ricky Fowler, and we see Brooks Kepka and we see Jordan Spieth, and we see a lot of these guys that are headed into the next week to play Augusta, and, and a lot of them end up missing the cut because right. they go there to work for a couple days. So I, I didn't jump on any of those guys. Now, I think Brooks Kepka could actually really go well because we've seen him play the week before a major and and almost on accident, he ends up finishing second or third. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sung J.M. is a guy that I'm on as well. I was able to get him at 33, and I don't think he falls quite into that, you know, master's chalk, you know, top 10 player in the world type of thing. But I think he could He's definitely... He's under the radar right yep, now. I mean, he, he has, you know, similar talent to some of those guys, but I think he's still very focused on winning here this week, uh, whereas some of those other guys, maybe not so, maybe looking ahead more towards next week. Scotty Scheffler, uh, I'm on him for the Masters as well, and Drew Stoltz talked about him. The guy has all the tools in his bag. Uh, if you look at some of his stats from uh, last season, 33rd on approach, 56th in hole proximity, 58th in scrambling, and 10th in strokes gained off the tee, and uh, hole proximity was a stat that I looked at this week, Wes, because these greens are bigger than normal. Mm-hmm. So I want to find guys that can get it. I mean, everybody's going to have a pretty good percentage as far as hitting the greens in regulation. I want to look at guys that can hit it close. And, and Scotty Scheffler is one of those guys. So I went with Scheffler and uh, M as my two short shots. Jason Day, you know, again, he probably falls into this category of the guys that are looking ahead to next week, but we haven't seen him for a while since the FedEx Cup playoffs. And before that, he was red hot. And I just couldn't pass him up when he's twice the price of a guy like Russell Henley. Right, right. I mean, look, I was I was a buyer in the Jason Day earlier this summer. I had him at the PGA where he's tied for fourth and had those four straight top sevens, then kind of fell off a little bit and then was kind of in the mix out here at Shadow Creek. Yep. And then uh, bad start with Drew uh, with what he was called was a, was a bad neck. So uh, that's, that's the only concern I always have with Jason Day. I still think this guy's got great golf left in him, and I'm still a believer but the injuries are always what kind of keeps you from really thinking, okay, this guy can get back to that, you know, top five in the world status that he had three years ago. It was he and Jordan Spieth that we saw dueling down the stretch. I think it was 2015 or 16 at Whistling Straits when Jason Day won his first major championship. And those are two guys I would love to see get back into the mix and contend with the Rory's and the JT's and the Rom's and those guys. Because I think Jason Day and Jordan Spieth, you add them to that mix and golf is that much more exciting. Jason Day, really good with the putter too. Uh, I mean, that's all always the best club in his bag if you can just get the uh, irons in shape and then I did want to mention one of yours because I almost played him in a top 20 and I still mind I got a few hours here Denny Lee is a Texas native uh, yes. he is from Dallas always usually plays well at the Byron Nelson and uh, at some of these Texas events so when you mentioned him I kind of looked at it I was like the form doesn't obviously jump out on the page to you but Guy that could go well, though. I mean, he plays uh, well, really, in this part of the country throughout the year. 
part of the country and on Bermuda grass. Mm-hmm. And, and and he, I, I saw some list. It might have been our friend Justin Ray that put this out, but there was a list of guys on tour that have had mo- the most success in the state of Texas, and he was like second. Mm-hmm. So got him at six to one uh, for a top twenty finish, and also put a couple of shekels on him uh, at two hundred to one as my biggest long shot uh, in the outright market. Emiliano Grillo, uh, Scott Piercy, Scott Stallings also made my top twenty finish board. And then uh, I took some of the guys, Jason Day for a top 10, uh, Scheffler and M for a top five, and then uh, Danny Lee, I mentioned, for a top 20 as well. As far as head-to-head matchups, I went against Cameron Davis, and I don't necessarily disagree with you at all. I think he is absolutely an up-and-coming player. But I was able to get Jordan Spieth at plus money, and that's one thing about Spieth. I think he's in a position or a stage of his game right now, Wes, where you can get value on the man. Yeah, I think you could too, and I mean, I like him a little bit better. Uh, next week, like uh, yep. Drew was saying, uh, my matchups have uh, been Jim Choppy of late. Uh, Kepka over DJ, Denny McCarthy, who I'm riding with on the future over Stuart Singh. I had Lanto Griffin win this thing in Houston last year, but different course. I'm going against him in both those matchups, including your Jason Day and uh, JT Poston over Aaron Wise. Lee Westwood making his uh, U.S. stateside debut the week before the Masters. I love Lee Westwood, man. I'd love to see you win that matchup and see Lee show up nicely at Augusta. Speaking of Augusta, we will talk Masters next week, of course. We will do it with a couple of our friends, Dave Tindall and Rich Zanko, right here on Long Shots. Keep it here. Have a great Houston Open, everybody. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.